Hello and welcome to SEO SAS with me, Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Holland and Barrett. And she's cuter than a baby dolphin. She's a red wine fiend and she's my favourite ever Sarah, Sarah McDowell, SEO content executive, also at Holland and Barrett. So our podcast is called SEO SES because we want to be a kind of special answering service for SEO where you can look through our episodes to find help or advice on something or just stay up to date with all the latest SEO gossip and news or just listen to me and Sarah having a good chat really. Um, So yeah, thanks very much for listening. Sarah, how are you? I mean, that you've painted a very good picture of, I mean, I mean, I'm not being big headed, cuter than a baby button. I mean, thank you. For it was one. a baby dolphin. Uh, sorry, baby dolphin. Why did I say button? I had in my head dolphin and I went, <laughs> I'm struggling today. Um, <laughs> but I am a red wine fiend. I do. I do love that. And what was the other one? My favorite ever, Sarah. Oh, and your favorite ever, Sarah. Um, I mean, I have to say, you are obviously one of my favourite, one of my favourite Hannahs. I do have multiple Hannahs in my life. Well, that's almost a compliment, so thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say you're one of my favourite ever people? Because uh, you are one of my favourite ever people. I just feel like I have another friend also called Hannah, who's also got red hair, who's also got tattoos. I mean, that's just weird when I think about it. <laughs> um, so yes, but you are one of my favourite people. There we go. I Thank think that's be- I think that's better. Th- anyway, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, if I could take ten people to a desert island to save their lives, then you would be one of those. How about that? Oh gosh, we're gonna try and outdo. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna reduce that to top eight <laughs> <laughs> with the other Hannah, right? <laughs> Yeah, the the topic today. Oh gosh, oh you're getting straight in there. You don't want to know how I'm doing, how my Saturday is planning out. Very rude of me. How are you? (laughs) Just straight wanting to get into the episode. You've had enough. (laughs) How are you? I am very good, thank you. I've had two coffees this morning, which does mean I'm not allowed another one because I did say on a previous episode that I've reduced my caffeine intake. Yep, that's it. No, no nighttime coffee for you now. No, well, it's the weekend, so I'll probably have a red wine. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. See? How about you? How are you doing? What, um, what, how, yes, how, how's your week been? It's been good. It's been um, busy, as always. Uh, I've not been outside much. I I went to drop something off at somebody's house, technically delivering a business item, so it is uh, legal. Um, And it, uh, yeah, that was the first time I've been outside since Sunday. So please tell tell me you're planning on getting out at some point this weekend. Yes, I'm hoping to get out, hopefully today. Actually, we've got to click and collect today. We've got to go and click and collect um, some food. Uh, so that will be briefly outside. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully tomorrow. Ah, well, this is good. So you won't get, because I go stir crazy if I feel like I've been in the house for too long. Yeah, I don't, I, it's felt like Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, one more thing, and then we will get into the subject of today's podcast. But um, I watched my first Christmas episode, uh, Christmas film yesterday. What was it? Deck the Halls. Oh, and was it good? It is. If you, it's an oldie classic. Have you heard of it? Has it got Steve somebody in it? The guy with the I'm googling hair. it. I'm googling it now. Um, so it's got Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick in, um, and also Kristen Davis. So Charlotte in Sex and the City. Um, also Kristen Chenny Chenoweth. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes, it was very good. It got me in the festive spirit. Are you are you holding off watching Christmas films or? Yeah, I think I'll wait another couple of weeks. Okay. Well, what is going to be your first one? Is there a tradition? No, not really. Although um, I did always used to watch the Muppets Christmas Carol with my dad. Ah. Ah. So I might see if he's around for that, if he fancies it. Ah, that's a nice tradition. Um, see, I always have to watch Elf and the Grinch. Yeah, good shout. They're good ones. They're good ones, but yes. Right. Today, Hannah, <laughs> the title of today's episode is Think with Google 2020 Retail Holiday Guide. So we will be talking about a new kind of holiday season and different trends for search in 2020. Sounds very interesting. It is very interesting. And I'm going to kick us off um, because we're going to start by talking about um, Christmas searcher and shopper behavior. So first things first, it's not long until Christmas now, is it? No, and on a recent search engine journal article written by Matt Southern, it talks about how Think With Google recently published a holiday trends guide for retailers. Yes. Now, no surprise here, but Google says things are different this year in this guide. Um, so this is a quote, um, paraphrased. Is that the right? That is the right term? word. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, so the uh, yeah. So they're quoted saying, "More than ever, shoppers are turning online to browse, research, and buy, creating an opportunity for retailers to be discovered and help shoppers find the information and products they need." I did also find their research into the most popular 2020 Halloween costumes really insightful. So that was for America. And can you guess what the top three most popular Halloween costumes for babies were, according to Google search data? Babies? Yep. Well, uh, three most popular Halloween costumes. I'm going to go, well, you want to be cute, don't you? Um, Oh, Chucky. (laughs) Oh, God. Is that cute? And, and it's not cute. No, yeah. no, no, no to Chucky. I was just thinking because they're a small. I know. I went. I went cute, and then got. I saw something shiny in my head. <laughs> uh, so what do I think? Um, superheroes? No. Well, uh, not no, not specifically. No. Uh, pumpkin. Yes, that was number three. A baby pumpkin. Ah, oh, so adorable. Mm. Okay. Uh, skeleton? Nope. Uh, which? Which has got to be on there? Nope. No? Nope. Okay, you're going to have to put me out of my misery. I feel like this could go on for some time because I'm not getting them, am I? To be fair, they are quite obscure. So number two, the second most popular one was Baby Yoda. Oh. Okay, that is super cute. 
And number one was Baby Shark. Baby Shark, do, 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 baby. As in the baby was being eaten by... No, that's a bit weird. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, like... Anyway, moving on. Uh, so <laughs> Google's research did actually say that 62% of people will be starting Christmas shopping early this year to avoid shortages of stock. Now, I have definitely... Um, so I normally wait until sort of December to do shopping but I've already done half my Christmas shopping and yeah. we're not even at the end of November and I imagine you're quite forward planning anyway oh yeah I've pretty much got um I think I've got everything done actually I've put, I've, I've put in requests for two things I'm getting some locally made things rather than going through Amazon for everything um to shop local and support small businesses this is very and, good um yeah so I've kind of I'm waiting for those I've not got my hands on those yet but they have been ordered so yeah I'm pretty much done you know um I do wonder maybe um so with people shopping earlier maybe it's because of people's experience of stock shortage this year for things uh because obviously there was a there has been a trend hasn't there of especially like when a lockdown or more restrictions are announced there is a um like a rise in people buying stuff and sh- like i haven't experienced any sh- stock shortage that's really hard to say stock shortages um have you yeah and i think a lot of the reports about how 2020 has changed not just the real world but the world of search and retail especially online and I think things like um, even just paracetamol like going to the local shop to get paracetamol has been impossible um, quite well for me quite often Um, and it was like the toilet roll situation you couldn't get that anywhere and then I think at one point we couldn't get cooking oil and I had to buy some of Amazon for like 15 pounds for about 200 mils or something ridiculous like that so yeah I think and and not only that we've seen from our own from like from Holland and Barrett's point of view when um people couldn't get hold of anything to do with baking when um when the first lockdown happened in the UK and suddenly our sales of things like flour was shot up because people realized oh they sell flour and they sell lots of different types of flour but where you'd I guess 99.9% of people would normally go to a supermarket and just pick it up they, we couldn't get it anywhere so mm. online retailers have definitely benefited from that but it has been a lot of that because of the way that 2020s changed and, and not only that again smaller companies are having to come online so you've got yeah. a lot of new sites and a lot of new companies trying the online world so yeah 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 it's not surprising Definitely. Definitely, definitely. By the way, I just want to apologise. Um, next door, are doing some DIY, and where I'm sat, sits right onto the room that they're doing DIY in. So I apologise if you can hear that in the background. Um, but yeah, I'll do my best to cut that out. Um, but hey, hey, uh, we're we're recording under a pandemic. Things like this are going to happen, folks. <laughs> Um, so something something else to like move on to um, is to talk about the increase in value conscious searches and shoppers. So the stats the stats the <laughs> stats actually say that because of COVID, there's been an increase in deal seeking and value conscious searches. So, for example, here searches for best affordable 
grew globally this year by over 60%. So that's a pretty sharp rise. And almost half, so 46% US shoppers expect retailers to offer discounts. Um, And I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, if I'm searching, so I need a new laptop. So um, along with me searching like best laptops, and I did also ask you because you've recently bought a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my searches was like, because I don't want to spend thousands. I want a good laptop that's affordable. Yep. Yep. Well, the, the report talks about solving kind of changing search behaviors for people looking at most affordable and cheaper and things like that by using PPC. But obviously, we're not going to be talking about PPC strategies because that's not what we do. And as SEOs, we can't just bid on something to get us to the top. So we have to look at things like offer pages or Mm. finding a way that if someone's looking for a discount code for your site, making sure that your site shows up or um, like things like Black Friday, making sure that you're well prepared in advance rather than just putting offers live the day before and expecting your page to rank. Yes, most definitely. Um, right, now moving on. Um, so we're going to talk now about new increased online shoppers and user experience. So um, in in the report, so in Think with Google, Uh, also say that more people will be going online this year for the first time and over half of shoppers will be trying a new shopping service and really interestingly also suggests that for these types of users their experience will be super important which if you think about it I don't know about you but when I think about someone going online for the first time I do think of an older generation and yeah they've got to be able to easily understand and and this isn't me trying to make anyone sound stupid it's them understanding where they need to click, what the journey is, how they actually get to put things in their basket, whether it's safe. Do you know what I mean? There's actually a lot that we take for granted because we are digital natives. We've grown up with things being that way. We're not worried about putting our credit card details in to a GPS mm. site, but how do they know it's secure? And it's just making sure that they're, like you say, their their experience needs to be really important because they need to feel like it's a safe thing to do. And I think you, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there because it's not just about um, knowing how to interact and work a site, but also um, making people feel safe. So like, yes, you're a secure site, but how do you make that obvious? Do you know what I mean? Like you say, um, we know that HTTPS is a, a good sign that a site is secure, but what else can you put on the page? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. How else can you um yeah sort of say to a person and that not just um people who use it for the first time across the board sort of thing yeah and um, technical points as well so if, if for hmm. example it takes 10 seconds to load how does how do people know that that site's just not completely dead if do they know to wait for it or do they just click straight off that kind of thing so I suppose as we're saying that we, as SEOs, we can't just optimize using keywords in our page titles and leave it at that. As SEOs, we have to think about what kind of experience our content is giving people in more depth, um, because chances are Google are measuring more than we probably know, because we all know Hannah. Um, we all know Hannah. Uh, we all know Google <laughs> like to keep things very to their chest, don't we? Yeah, definitely. And I didn't know this, but my husband, Dom, um, told us, didn't he, that whoop, whoop. about um, 
five years ago, uh, Bill Slorsky from SEObytheSea.com wrote about a Google Pay patent to measure user satisfaction using people's facial reactions as a ranking signal. And how can you imagine if we actually had to make our own, make sure our make, sorry, if we had to make sure that our own content was evoking the right responses from organic searches based on things like, um, like their pupils dilating, looking confused, their eyes twitching, temperature of your body and um, blinking less because you're more interested or do you know what I mean? Things like that, increased heart rate. Those things will just all be crazy, but how good would they actually be at showing Google whether you're interested or not? Definitely. And I think that would help um, people make sure that the content that they are creating is, um, do you know what I mean? It is good. It is thinking about the user experience. You are exciting people because I think that's it, isn't it? Like you need as much as you need these fundamentals of like page load speed, uh, internal linking, um, that it's optimized. It goes much more than that, doesn't it? You've got to think about experience. How can you make someone's experience on your website delightful so that they tell other people? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, right, okay. So moving on then to do- discuss local SEO, new businesses, closing businesses and losses. So um, this is a bit madness uh, because Think for Google also said in their study that over three quarters of shoppers will browse for gifts, gift ideas online and not in store. Um, so they suggest that even before they go to a shop, shoppers will already know what they are buying. Now, surely this means that it's even more important to be creating blog and awareness content that helps people research and give them inspiration and ideas um, because then, yeah, like even before they step into the, into your shop, mm. they've done the research. Yeah. And-, and in terms of products and things, like I've always banged on about people like Amazon who give you more information than you, than you even look at. But actually... Again, if we go back to having new users to the website, uh, to, to the internet, they how much information do you think they're actually going to want? Do you know what I mean? Are they are they going to want to go with somebody who's got a paragraph of information about, oh, this is shiny, it's from Morocco. Get the, <laughs> um, I don't know, get the high look from having this on your windowsill. Or are they going to want to know, actually, it's 100% porcelain, it's transported yeah. from Transylvania, it's... Um, I don't know it was made in a glazed fire do you know what I mean the more information you can give people the better for not being ridiculous like I'm not saying absolutely loads or anything like that but as well as having like you say blog and awareness content like FAQs and things that helps people know everything that they can possibly know about it before they buy it I saw something today I was looking for some um, an alternative to bubble wrap and it said made in Britain on it. And for me, that's a massive plus because it's not traveled across the world. You've got the carbon footprint yeah. slightly less. You're probably helping a smaller business, probably. Yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't even looking for that. But that was like, that is, I would happily pay more for that product now. I, I do think that um, there's a lot of opportunity um, that people are missing, uh, especially with like product pages. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and I, I suppose what we're saying is that as m- like m- more information is never going to hurt you. 
is it really? Like the more that you can give someone about the product that they're buying, surely that's better. Um, obviously you'd tackle it. So um, obviously you'd have like your key features for people who just want to know, okay, I want the top level stuff. Tell me what I need to know. Yeah. But for those people that want to go in depth or want to know like um, other factors, like is it made in Britain? Is the packaging um, ethically not, not ethically sourced, environmentally sourced. Um, what can you tell me about about the product? Um, mm. I do think it's a really good opportunity for people. Um, yeah. And don't just give the bare minimum of price, colour, size. Um, go into a bit more detail. Yeah, and I think the same goes for local. So in, in the report, Google also says that curbside pickup searches grew by 3,000% in America. <laughs> um, and that's for us, I guess, is click and collect, that kind of thing, yeah. which means for physical stores, local SEO is also really important. But as well as doing all of your local SEO stuff, which I'll go on to in, in a minute, again, when you when someone lands on your site and they maybe they're looking for something near them, then make a big deal about how you are local. Actually say, I have made this in my shed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Things like, like literally it's not traveled any further than the like the, the the ingredients I got from the wholesalers the, the, in, in the middle yeah. of the city, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, going back to local, so I'll keep going off on tangents. But in terms of, obviously, like you were saying, local is going to be um, more important. People are looking for stuff online. Sometimes they will want to be able to just pick it up rather than to go in. And going back to your laptop thing, that's exactly what I did with that. They came to the car and delivered it to the car. Um, when I went, I, could, I bought it from Curry's, but things that you can do to help with your local SEO is things like lo- local listings with opening times and making sure you've mm. got the right ones on there. They're all up to date, whether you've got yes. any offers, um, descriptions that could include saying that you can click and collect or will deliver to car or wear masks in stores. You know what I mean? Things like that, making people yeah. then feel safe that they are buying something that they are, isn't going to do them any harm. Um, and again, that's just on the local listings before you even get to the website. When you get to the website, reiterate that stuff. But at the same time, like you say, give them as much information about whatever it is that they're trying to buy, especially going back to thinking, are they new users of the internet? Yeah. As long as yeah. it doesn't get away in the buying journey, as long as there's still a button there for if, they've, if they're a returning visitor, they don't want to read it all again. They can literally yeah. click add to basket. Um, and just uh, to add to the uh, local listings, it's so important that you have opening times and your address as um, as right, because I've um, when I was agency side, I've had so many times where a business has uh, moved site and they've not updated Google, but people use Google to find your address as definitely directions. So if you yeah, if you don't have your opening times and your address on there, um, one they might say say your opening times say I don't know nine till five thirty, but actually you have to close at half four and five. You're going to annoy people when they get there, aren't you? Um, and even more so if the address is not up to date. Like think about that. Um, but yeah, sorry. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it was sad at the end. Think about that. Well, yeah, I just, um, I just, yeah, just think, think about everywhere that locally people can come across your details of your business and just make sure they're up to date. 
um, I suppose is the point. Um, similar to this, Google also say that almost half of sh- shoppers surveyed make an effort to shop at business that align with their values. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think with Google had this advice in their guide, again, paraphrase, I'm going to say paraphrase as much as I can because, you know. <laughs> uh, so let customers know what your business has to offer through Google My Business attributes such as black-owned, woman-led, or lgbtq friendly come on get those flags out people uh, <laughs> to help you stand out to customers on google yep definitely and again it's that kind of like how i was saying i was looking for eco-friendly packaging that kind of thing if, if you have got eco-friendly packaging say so it can be the different or you made it it's local locally made that kind of thing it's it's really worth putting those like you say online flags for people <laughs> um because it, it, people do care and also, Definitely. it's nice to hear Google giving a bit of local SEO advice, um, as well as trying to take money from paid. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and there's a lot of talk about small businesses, obviously, this year. It's really important. And Google said that 66% of consumers said they'll shop more at local businesses. And to add to this, the search for support local businesses grew by over 20,000% last year. flipping Nora and the Guardian said that although a lot of businesses are closing down in the US applications to start new businesses are up 19% what they're very conflicting aren't they they well yeah definitely but I suppose it's it's people who are trying to um people who haven't got a job and they're trying to do something to keep busy people who are trying to make sure that they stay secure by by doing something on the side finally or have or aren't going out and have got the time to do it and talking about starting new businesses that is something that you can personally relate to hannah because of your new business meadowmade.co.uk um <laughs> which like I, i'm good i'm very good um but yes like um yeah you start when did you start that um so september so it's me and um a, an old colleague and one of my very close friends and her sister um, so yeah, three friends, we've set it up and it's, um, yeah, it's online, but it's and a you... similar kind of thing, really. We, and that's why I was looking for like the eco-friendly packaging, because that, that's one of our core things. And when hopefully if you go on that site, you, you'd notice, and you've been on, you'd hopefully notice that actually we are quite big on that kind of stuff. It, that's one oh, of definitely. our USPs and it, it is. Your, your well, products have names, Hannah. <laughs> Well, this is yeah this is another reason to be different isn't it I guess but yeah but yeah definitely I'll obviously link out to Meadow Maid um but uh it's Pampas is that right you sell yeah I mean you buy grasses and flowers and vases and stuff like that so awesome uh so really cute items on there um so with Christmas just around the corner guys I know <laughs> I'm doing some advertising for you here <laughs> uh but yeah check them out um and yes um so, and you'll be supporting Hannah and her new venture um unfortunately it's just UK so yeah sorry to anybody okay. listening from yeah we can only deliver to the UK at the moment it is a very small business um <laughs> but um I suppose it's new beginnings for lots of people and from the Google guide, not just across the country and the world, but so many people's lives have changed. And going back to the guide, Google talks about how people are shopping at brand new places, being more open minded, like you were saying, all those things that people are caring about more, all these searches that people are doing. Yeah, we've got to be more open minded, haven't we? Yeah. 
Um, and there are new beginnings for those who have lost jobs or those who have lost more. So, yeah, I mean, this it's been a crazy year. And, I mean, I think me and you can sort of say that we're quite lucky that the industry that we are in, um, we've been safe, but there's so many people yeah. who haven't, and it's so sad. And obviously people who lost more, but... Hopefully next year there'll be a completely different year. Yes, and it's definitely going to be a new world as well as a different approach to digital marketing SEO. When I said new world, that's uh, the song from Aladdin came into oh, my no. head. A whole new world. <laughs> and moving on. Um, so <laughs> so Ripley. Time for a feature. So thank you again to my husband, Chris. <laughs> because he actually pointed me in this direction. I mean, Dom, you've done well. You've got so many husband points right now. <laughs> um, so smallbusiness.co.uk published a list of five best small businesses to start post-COVID. And I'm going to give you 10, and you need to tell me which ones are real and which ones are made up. So there's five right. of each. Okay, so are you going to say them and I have to say whether they are made up or real? Yes, so the first one is virtual yoga instructor. Well, that's got to be true. That's false. What? That wasn't in the top, top 10. Oh, these are top 10. Come on now. Right, go. Oh, sorry, no, it was five. Yes, it was just five. On this, published a list of five best small businesses to start post-COVID. Okay. Okay, number two. So these Gardner. are what? Huh? Sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say, so these are what they have suggested that might be a good idea. Yes. Right, okay. They've got, they've got loads of details on it as well, like telling you how to do it, how much money it'll cost you. Right, well. okay. It's not just somebody's opinion. Uh, well, it might be, but they've done a good, good article on it, so well done. Um, <laughs> the second one is Gardner. Uh, would, would Google suggest... Gardener. It's not Google, it's smallbusiness.co.uk. <laughs> Sorry, small business. <laughs> My brain. Uh, smallbusiness.co. Yes, go on. I'm going to say they suggested that one. That is correct. Um, Ooh, one point for me. I know, I'm making a note. Uh, number three, beer delivery. Now, I did see, so a lot of um, local pubs, because obviously they've had to shut shop and open, shut shop and open, but they have been uh, delivering alcohol, haven't they? Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know whether it's specific to beer. So knowing Dom, that's what, he's a beer, beer man. So maybe he's wishful thinking there. So I'm going to say false. Yep, that's, you are right. That's false. <laughs> number four is virtual teacher. Yes. Mm -hmm. Correct. Number five, Amazon seller. <laughs> uh, I mean, that would be a fairly easy one, wouldn't it? Um, but I don't think small business um, would suggest that because I think, yeah. So I'm mm. going to say that was false. Very clever. You are right. I'm doing good at this. You are. Um, virtual assistant was number six. See, I wouldn't, with, with my thought process behind this one is money is tight for a lot of businesses, isn't it? Yep. So a virtual assistant, um, they're very helpful and they're needed, but I don't know whether in the current climate that's what they would suggest. 
it, so are you saying that's false? Yes. Okay. That one was correct. And I'm guessing it's probably where you've not got staff anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, phone counsellor is the next one. That's a hard one to get into, isn't it? Yeah. So no, false. Correct. Freelance digital marketer. Oh, come on. That's got to be on there. It's on there. Um, drop shipper. What's a drop shipper? It's Shri- where you sell products, but you don't, you never really see them. It's you basically are just the selling mechanism. And then whoever the company is sells it when you've sold it on your website. So say, for example, you're selling garden gnomes. Um, you can keep them at your house, but I'll sell them for you. And then you post them out. Yes. Correct. I think that's right anyway. Um, and the last one is online bakery. Oh, I mean, it's cute idea to have an online bakery, but I don't know if the need, well, maybe the need, no, no, false. (laughs) Correct. You did really well. You only got two wrong. Oh, the Ah. success rate. Congratulations. Whoop 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 whoop. I'm um I'd like to thank my family. I'd like to thank <laughs> Hannah for always believing in me and my SEO ability. <laughs> I'd like to thank Dom for coming up with a feature that I was amazing. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, Hannah, Hannah Banner, <laughs> Hannah Banana, Hannah Banana, Hanban. Your favourite. Your favourite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going to get me into trouble. Um, right. Unfortunately, that's the end of this week's podcast, isn't it? It is. Um, it's a pleasure spending time with you today. Yes. We've had a whole morning together. I, I was saying that uh, we've not seen each other in the flesh for a while, have we? A long time. So, um, yeah. Um, hopefully, UK will be out of lockdown in two weeks. Hopefully. I mean, it's less than two weeks, Hannah. It's a week on Wednesday. Yeah. Let's, let, fingers crossed. Fingers, toes, everything crossed. But yes. Right. Um, if you would like to reach out to us, if you'd like to say hi or suggest a topic or want to come on to be a guest, um, whatever, whatever you want to say to us, there's a couple of ways that you can get in touch. Um, how are those ways, Hannah? Well, first of all, Hannah Banana. Um, it's hello at seosaspodcast.com or on Twitter, seo underscore SES or Sarah MCDUK or SEO SES Hannah. Beautiful. Um, and then, yes, um, other ways that you could get in touch with us. I mean, um, Hannah loves a mountain. So maybe you'd find her on top of a mountain somewhere. One day. Um, Huh? One day when it's safe to go. Again. <laughs> Are you not allowed? Surely you're allowed to be on top of. I mean, I'm pretty sure we can't go to Wales right now. Oh, but you could like go somewhere local. I suppose we don't really I have mountains, local mountains local. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I realised what I was saying. <laughs> um, I forgot to say LinkedIn. That's more realistic. Oh, LinkedIn. Yes, we are both on LinkedIn. So hit us up. <laughs> not that's the term that you'd use on LinkedIn, but hey ho. Um, and then the only other thing that I would say is please do uh, subscribe and review us. Um, so if you don't already subscribe to us, please do. And if you would like to give us a review, that would be 
flipping marvelous um, because it is nice. Like we get um, messages uh, from people saying nice things and it is nice uh, to read these things and also know that we're sort of going in the right direction with our episodes. Yes. Always nice. Right. I want wise, some wise words, quick wise words. Um, always make sure you double knot your shoelaces. Love it. <laughs> Love it. I am going to do that from... Do I double knot my shoelaces? You should when you go out running. Uh, yeah. Um, my wise words would be... Um, Wherever you go, um, always have a mask. Always be prepared. We've got to fight COVID. We've got to be alert and aware. <laughs> I don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> I mean, they're all wise. We'll go with that. Uh? Wiseness. That was wise. Wiseness. Wiseness. Uh, but yes, I've had a bloody wonderful time. Have you, Hannah? Yes, thank you very much. And until next time. Who'd have Toodles.